0: What's going on, family? Happy Tuesday. Welcome to another edition of The Faction. I'm your man, Gerard Bonner. They call me GB, and it is great to be hanging with you guys for another edition of The Faction. I hope you are well. Uh, I apologize right off the top. I like getting you guys a lot of content. It has been an extremely busy week. I'm gonna tell you about some of the things that have been going on this week, and so you'll understand, but certainly I love when we get to get together and connect via the world of wrestling. Make sure you're following us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. We're always dropping late-breaking news there. Make sure you're checking out our stories and all sorts of spaces because we've got great news and content that we are bringing to you. Special shout-out to those of you who are subscribed to this podcast and all of the ways that you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google. All of those spaces mean the world to us. So thank you for subscribing. And if you're just hearing about us or you're brand new, welcome aboard. It's great to have you. Feel free to subscribe feel free to follow us on the socials hang around and be a part of the conversation because we like to have a lot of fun around here while talking about great wrestling action so with that said I did say there's been a lot going on this week, and I'll tell you about some of the things that I've been involved with a little bit later on this episode, but right now, I want to talk about some of the big national stories that are happening, and so, Triple H has been head of creative now for about two weeks and a few days, almost two and a half weeks at this particular point, point. and if you cannot see that the direction of WWE has significantly changed, then well. I'm gonna work on your vision all right because bottom line the WWE has become the place to be must see TV you don't know who's gonna show up from week to week and so I'll tell you this one of the intriguing things about Monday Night Raw Friday Night Smackdown NXT is that there was a point where it was kind of okay to watch it on DVR because, you know, in the words of some, you weren't going to miss a whole lot anyway. But now you have to watch it live because you don't know who's going to show up, when they're going to show up, or how they're going to show up. So let's go all the way back to SummerSlam. SummerSlam is where we really began to see the fingerprint of Triple H showing up. In the very first match, which was an incredible match, of course, by now you've likely seen... The great SummerSlam that took place a couple of weeks ago, including that match with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. And at the end of that, Bianca retains, then the music drops. Here comes Bailey. Then from there, here comes Dakota Kai. Then here comes EO Shirai, aka EO Sky. Then you have Becky Lynch standing alongside of Bianca Belair. It was literally a movie unfolding in front of us right there in the first match of SummerSlam. Well, that has proven to become a major thing where you don't know what's going to happen next. Let's go all the way to this past Friday on SmackDown. We're leading into SmackDown. There was talk, of course, that there was going to be this encounter between the head of the table, Roman Reigns, and Drew McIntyre, who is his next challenger for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Well, as Drew McIntyre is approaching the ring, the bloodline is already in the ring. All of a sudden, we hear music. We see the screen change. And this is music that we have not heard in over a year. Lo and behold, Scarlett Bordeaux shows up. Then, from the crowd or somewhere, here comes Carrion Cross. Yeah, Carrion Cross is back in WWE. Now this is significant for so many reasons of course we remember the NXT run for Karrion Cross, which only featured maybe one or two losses I mean he had an incredible record faced a lot of folks was a two time NXT champion and then was brought up to Raw. When he debuted on Raw, he debuted as the NXT champion, and within 90 seconds, he lost to Jeff Hardy. Now, I don't think that particular moment aged well, but then from there, we saw an even crazier evolution for Karrion Cross, as his whole outfit changed, his music changed, there was no Scarlet Bordeaux. And before we knew it, Karrion Cross was gone from WWE. This gets even more interesting because you may remember that earlier this year, Karrion Cross had partnered up with EC3 and with the former Braun Strowman to present... This new promotion called CYN, Control Your Narrative, and that particular promotion had its own share of controversy, and with that said, there has not been a lot of movement with that over the last few months, but Karrion Cross, interestingly enough, showed up on our television screens last weekend at Ric Flair's last match. The pay-per-view, that is. And so I don't think any of us expected to see Karrion Cross show up in WWE, let alone in the main event picture of Friday Night SmackDown. But it happened, and it happened in a very significant way. And so while the world is still buzzing over the move of Karrion Cross we now wondered okay what would be next who would show up on raw now there were a lot of thoughts about monday night raw side note there is going to be a spoiler or two so if you've not watched raw you may want to go ahead and press pause if you're not worried about that keep listening because i'm not going to give you everything from raw but what i am going to give you are a couple of additional notes that say that triple h is in his bag when it comes to creative let's start with the fact that the show begins with the entire saga that's going on between Bailey, EO Sky, Dakota Kai on one side, and on the other side, you have the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss. So the fact that it starts there and it's chaotic is telling. From then we get the start, the long-awaited start, for the Women's Tag Team Title Tournament, which I think is really going to be something special considering you have teams from Raw, SmackDown, and even NXT represented in this. So I'm very intrigued to see that. Io Sky and Dakota Kai won their first round match last night against Tamina and Dana Brooke. So, congratulations to EO and to Dakota, who, in my opinion, of this field, really should lead the pack in terms of winning this tournament, but we'll certainly see how that goes. So, that happened. Then, interestingly enough, there's this interview that's happening in the back between Alexa Bliss and Asuka, and as they're being interviewed, they get interrupted by the trio of Bailey. EO and Dakota. But in the process of that, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but there were security people who ran past them toward the camera. They kind of brushed it off, paid attention to other things, etc. We get to the main event match, which featured AJ Styles and The Miz in a no DQ match. Great match, by the way. But then toward the end, there's this skirmish going on in the crowd. And nobody really knows what to make of it. And AJ Styles starts paying attention and the like. And it's clear that the security guards are trying to hold somebody down. And they ultimately arrest said person. And when the person gets up, it's Dexter Loomis. He had been a part, of course, of NXT. He was released and then most recently found himself in the NWA as Sam Shaw, which is his given name and nobody really knew what was going on there is fan video of this as well of him being taken out of the arena where there are partially people who know what's going on and there's a part that doesn't and it's all brilliant the storytelling the layers is absolutely amazing triple h as head of creative is honestly everything we wanted It's everything we needed. We didn't know it could happen, but it's finally happened. Let me also say this. The rise of Shayna Baszler now as the new number one contender for the women's championship on SmackDown. The incredible match that Ciampa had last night for the U.S. title against Bobby Lashley. All of these things are really Triple H righting certain wrongs that have been happening and it's special, it is wonderful, it is amazing to see, and I am excited about the direction Of all things WWE. WWE in just a couple of weeks' time has become must see TV. You have to watch it live. If you don't watch it live, you'll want to turn off all of your social media notifications so that you don't get any spoilers. Because I'm telling you, what you need to be able to experience is watching this live and feeling those emotions live. Because once a spoiler happens, it kind of takes it away. Away from you, you know, or at least it does for me. So, shout out to Triple H who continues to do big, big things. And it makes us certainly look at this road to clash at the castle. And really see where could all of this go. There are so many opportunities. And I know a lot of people are still focused on whether or not we'll see Sasha and Naomi back. But let me tell you, there's been so much talent that has been released over the last two years. And it's clear that Triple H is really approaching them and talking to them. So things are about to get interesting. Let me just say this. If you are a talent that was released by WWE in the last two years, and you're not signed to AEW, then really all bets are off. And you might be showing up in WWE sooner than later. So I think things are about to get extremely interesting. You'll wanna be paying attention to all things going on in WWE. Now let me ask you, I want to get your thoughts on what this new version of WWE is looking like to you. Let us know on the socials at The Faction Show. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about what was an absolutely intriguing weekend of wrestling here in Atlanta, plus some interesting news surrounding AEW and a new television program coming to Vice TV. I've known Dylan since he was 15. I've known what a crazy fanatic he's been. He never just went and played. What are you doing? Well, you know, I gotta plan the show first. He wants to be the guy shaping. Dylan used to run shows back in his hometown, and ever since he moved to Atlanta, I know that he's been really wanting to start his own company here. I had that fear of not being what's interesting in Atlanta. I said, I'm gonna start my own wrestling promotion. You need to get in a room with this guy because at the end of the day, Wrestling had grown stale in Georgia. I'm like, dude, this guy's ruffling everybody's feathers. Dylan learned that I'm impatient, and I announced that we were going to start a promotion 90 days later. And I knew that I had no content, but that I started to see for it a few minutes later. It was extremely hard to maintain relationships because I was working with Gary. I don't know that they would go to war for me. They would go to war for Dylan. Finally, this year is going to be mine, COVID. I can honestly say my last match will be here just because Southern Honor is that special Mm -hmm. to me. So many things that have happened in my life that you could write on paper and it would read as a book. And Southern Honor is just another chapter. As long as there's a them and there's a you, there will always be the S H W. Southern honor, you hold your This is Caprice Coleman, and you're listening to The Faction on Bonafide Radio. That's right, the mouth, the style, the grace, the shape, and the face support Bonafide Radio, The Faction. Keep it on, baby. So let's talk a bit about AEW because things in AEW are getting very, very interesting. So AEW has apparently gotten very, very serious about adding yet more programming to their current catalog. Of course, right now they have AEW Dynamite, they have AEW Rampage. Those are both airing on television and then on the internet on their YouTube channel they have AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation. Now there's talk of potentially another show coming for AEW and that particular show could focus on their women's roster specifically. So AEW has filed a trademark for the use of All Elite women and they filed that application last week as part of that application it's filed for multiple goods and services including live action content aka a tv series as well as retail services and more the full description also includes a list of merchandise video games digital media and documentaries as well There's also speculation that the name could be used for a new reality series, perhaps about AEW couples, so there are all sorts of opportunities that are open for AEW with this filing, but one thing seems for sure that there's going to be some new content from AEW connected to this term all elite women if you'll remember they had a group called heels and that was the group that was supposed to be designed for the female fans of aew it was led up by brandy rhodes once brandy left with cody we haven't heard a whole lot about aew heels and who is taking that up but this idea about all elite women for merchandising video games and tv content gets very very interesting so i'm intrigued to see what will happen with this and if it will turn into something. But before they get a new show, they may have to work on the believed chaotic backstage atmosphere in AEW. Now Tony Khan, his backstage behavior, it's being reported it's erratic at best. And apparently there was a blow up where a high ranking member of the backstage team quit over tony khan's actions and then khan had to chase them down and beg them to stay so things are getting very interesting it's even being reported that tony khan is being erratic and dare i say rude as he is talking to commentators over the headset during their live show there's a lot of interesting things going on in aew behind the scenes and the timing of it happening while we see the rise of triple h and wwe is very, very interesting, so by all means, we're gonna be paying attention to what's going on in AEW because uh, things are getting very, very interesting. It'll be also interesting to note that of course about a week and a half ago, not only was it SummerSlam weekend, but it was the weekend for Ric Flair's final match. Wink, wink, and put an asterisk beside it because it didn't mean that Flair was apparently done working in the ring. As over the weekend, as in just a couple of days ago, Ric Flair got very physical in Puerto Rico with Carlos Colon. Yeah, I, I, I'm just amazed that, again, Ric Flair won't seem to stay away from the ring. And so will this turn into yet another match for Ric Flair? I don't know. But what I do know is, as I've said before, after what happened at Ric Flair's last match pay per view. I don't want to see him anywhere close to a ring. He really does need to take some time, retire, recoup, just chill out. But apparently he won't listen to me. And I don't know if anybody else is telling him to stop. So, yeah, perhaps you could see Ric Flair show up at a wrestling ring near. You. So that's very, very interesting. Speaking of a wrestling ring near you, had a huge weekend here in Atlanta for pro wrestling. Southern Honor Wrestling took place this past Friday. It was our fourth annual Rumble Jack. I can't wait for you guys to see it. There were a number of incredible surprises. I'll tell you a, a couple of them, which I'm sure will make you want to check this out. Ernest the Cat Miller showed up. He is a former WCW legend who was in the ring and it was crazy. Jimmy Wang Yang was a part and we had an Enzo sighting. Yes, Enzo was in Southern Honor Wrestling this past Friday. You have to see it all to believe it. Look for the Rumble Jack to appear on IWTV very, very soon. And when you do, you'll want to check it out. We also had Battle Slam this weekend. Massive event, which featured the Big, big confrontation between Lil Scrappy and Baron Black. You can look for that to hit Fight TV later this week. We'll keep you posted on it. It was just such a vibe. I'm telling you, if you ever get the opportunity to go to Battle Slam in Atlanta, you want to do it. It is a vibe, the likes of which you have not experienced at a pro wrestling event. It is something absolutely special. Before we get out of here, some late breaking news which we shared on our stories yesterday and on our main page on Instagram, and that is that the creators of Dark Side of the Ring have partnered with Seven Bucks Promotions, that's The Rock and Danny Garcia, to present a brand new television series called Tales from the Territories. This is going to be talking about life during the territory days and it's talking to some of the folks who experienced it and lived through it, including Abdullah the Butcher, Brett the Hitman Hart and many, many others. I can only imagine the stories that are coming out of the territories and knowing again the way Dark Side of the Ring was produced and the stories we got from there. This is going to be special. It will be premiering on Vice TV on Tuesday, October the 4th. So you want to be on the lookout. We'll be talking a lot more about that as we are approaching the debut of that. But again, more great wrestling content. And for The Rock to be connected to this, this is major. So you don't want to miss Tales from the Territories present. Debuting October the 4th on Vice TV. So be on the lookout tonight, of course, NXT is going down. Should be some very intriguing things happening there. Of course, we've got AEW happening. Quake by the Lake happening tomorrow night on Dynamite. And then you just never know what's going to happen in the world of WWE. A SmackDown is coming our way this Friday. You've got to imagine Karrion Cross will be present and God knows whoever else but things are extremely interesting what a time to be a pro wrestling fan definitely make sure we hear from you follow us at the faction show and make sure you're picking up a shirt the bet on you line is doing amazing and I definitely want you to get a shirt so that you can bet on you and believe in the great talents and gifts that you've been given so go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash and grab a t-shirt or two or five or ten or as many as you'd like. We have them in black and military green. Check them out. I'm certain you will be glad that you did. And when you do, take a picture, post it, tag us so that we can repost it and shout you out as well. Until next time, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. My name is Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction.